0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: different color my passport instagram my stack load hashtag my day wear. and your girl drink my daycare and i'm born rich life ain't fair silver spoon vroom, coon ho ain't nobody sicker in my fisker vroom vroom oh ain't nobody fisker's don't make noise in the startup just so you know top of the hold them total Holy totem. Who wrote this? Ah. Top of the holy totem. Rich forever. A million was not the quota. For our father on half the mama and did it with no diploma. Yeah, off got no rules. Tipping off of them toes tools. More green than whole foods. And I'm two fly, Jeff Goldblum. Got a glass house in the Palisades. That AKA White Hood, White Hood, OK KK. Okay. 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 Furniture custom, you shop at a Kia. Somehow's riding, you whipping a kia. Spending that money is longer than near. <laughs> Live like a copy of me or Sophia. Wake it up, broke man wouldn't wanna be a friends with a dope man, have a nigga real. <laughs> bring your girlfriend bring your girlfriend man trouble when i see it oh i got my cool on taylor Murray. i'm winning so they got to dump that gatorade and i don't give a fuck about my family name hey welcome to the black out podcast your host rod ed Harris. and someone did not know the words of that and Mm-mm. just decided to freestyle a few times no whoever wrote this
2: uh, somebody white tried to translate it
1: yeah, top of the holdem totem. Who would that doesn't even make sense? No, anyway. that does not. Uh That's what happens when you use Google Voice Translator. <laughs> yep, we're live on uh, Wednesday for a very short edition of the Blackout Tips. Considering you know we only had two shows this week because of holidays. Holidays are falling. Y'all taking days off. Guess who else is taking days off? these, these niggas. niggas too right uh you, you can follow us on itunes
2: that's probably what y'all say when y'all don't get no podcast these niggas
1: yeah Uh i mean it's not as bad as a lot of shows a lot of shows just was like fuck y'all forever for see two whole weeks see y'all at 2018
2: Ooh. i know they the 100 they left y'all 18th 19th they were like fuck y'all for 20
1: days yeah y'all sitting somewhere i'm still waiting
2: yeah
1: <laughs> Uh, but at any rate, did uh, the, the, I already say the official weapon of the show is? The taser. Unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. You can find this this podcast everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that. Um, and today's episode is sponsored by the Legal Equalizer app. If you encounter, if you uh, have an emergency encounter with the police, this app is here to help you out, okay? They are trying to save your life and make sure your life is safe and that you know all your options in any type of uh emergency encounter i'll tell you more in details later but legal equalizer is the name of the app you can find it on the google play store or apple app store um you like i said it takes a couple seconds to download set it up and uh yeah and then you're prepared because you you always want to be prepared in case of an emergency um all right we got all kinds of stuff to talk about i guess the first thing i wanted to say though i had a couple random thoughts
2: me too
1: and karen did too so karen go ahead
2: Oh, want me to go first yeah okay um mine no mine not that complex it's just simple you don't have
1: to start downplaying them i I believe in you (laughs) go ahead
2: oh i believe in me too uh one thing i wanted to say is that for those of you that i've had the a pleasure and the an honor of meeting our fans and the other podcasts and stuff like that i never realized that i gave great hugs until after we got back from podcon because a lot of people were saying oh my gosh i love your hugs your hugs was the best and you was like my grandma greater or uh, some um other older lady with love in the heart and i'm happy that uh people feel that way about me um because, like I said, I'm an extrovert, and I'm a hugger. And a lot of times I ask, I'll be like, hey, I'm a hugger. Because I know some people, they got the, the... And and I've just learned different people's personality. Some people, they don't like to be touched, or they don't like to be hugged. So I try to always ask. Um, and I hug from a sincere place, and I hug from a really loving place. Because I'm really happy to meet you. I'm glad that you're weird. I'm looking at you, and you looking at me. And I hope, and I'm glad that other people feel my joy that comes out of my heart through my hug hugs and i'm just glad that i'm able to make people feel better and brighten that day up with a hug
1: well nobody thanked me for my hug so i'm gonna just shut my hug down okay uh i, I get the hint guys all right i didn't get any feedback uh for, so my <laughs> hug game is weak and uh you know i think maybe we can just all go back to handshakes and high fives <laughs> in 2018 yeah.
2: guys
0: no no wanna,
1: no no Look, I don't wanna, I don't wanna force any hugs on anybody. You know, I ask beforehand. You know, I make sure not to just rush in and hug people. I, hey, I've seen the hashtags. I ain't trying to be Al Franken up in his feet. <laughs>
0: Alright? But,
1: you know, even, uh, when hug, uh, initiation procedure is, uh, giving the green light. You know, uh, apparently it's still lacking. And that's on me, guys. Not your fault. So, uh, let's just go back to handshakes, high fives, and waves. <laughs> no. For 2018, guys. You see me at NegroCon? <laughs> a good shooter mcgavin will do i'll take that um you know you want to maybe even a wink i'll take a wink so totally I fine guys too,
2: yeah I, I do that y'all too.
1: continue hugging karen and, and telling her <laughs> how great her hugs are, It's fine
2: yes and it just makes me feel so good and bring so much joy in my heart uh that like i said for those of you if i had the pleasure and the honor to meet and and it makes me feel good that you guys actually uh enjoy my hugs and uh, uh another thing we kind of talked to, oh oh two more things one thing you uh we kind of talked about uh this in the car and one is kind of going to lead into the other um we was listening to was that podcast in color yeah podcast in color
1: mm-hmm. yesterday yeah barry started a podcast called podcast in color um you guys may know her from podcast in color her website uh has done a tremendous amount of, uh for people in the black and brown podcasting space um and she's a tremendous. Uh, resource and also just you know uh, a huge fan i know she's a huge fan of the read and and whatnot um we saw her at podcon which i thought was uh that was a that was a really cool um that was a really cool moment to Mm -hmm. get to see her because like i said she's done so much for a lot of people and you know almost thanklessly so sometimes yes um so uh, it was really interesting listening to her story and listening to uh her talk about how she almost quit podcast quit um podcasting color before she got a shout out on the read, which just happened to be serendipity because she didn't know it was happening. They didn't know she was about to quit. Um, so you just never know, uh, whenever your uh your dream is going.
2: And that's true. And hearing her tell a story and something that she said that really struck a chord with me and I did not realize that I am also I guess directly or indirectly a victim of this. She said something about imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and I actually kind of I asked kind of Roger to kind of explain it to me because I kind of knew but I wanted to be sure I had a full understanding of you know what it was and I really thought about it and I was like yeah a lot of brown people in particular have a tendency to fall victim to this knowingly and unknowingly knowingly and unknowingly at times and Let me know if I'm wrong. But for my definition of this, when you suffer from this, you go into circles or or just about anywhere you are. You never think that you're good enough. You never think that you're worthy. You're always second questioning your knowledge and your wisdom and what you know. Um,
1: Well, also, you haven't... You know, women suffer from this a lot as well. But it's the feeling of... um, everyone else deserves to be here but not me right so so you could be in a room full of entrepreneurs you're a successful business owner and yet somehow you'll feel like i'm the one who shouldn't be here you know like the rest of these people figured it out so it's 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 even deeper than just doubting yourself it's the fact that you do attribute that confirmation to everyone but yourself you know and a lot of times we talk ourselves out of opportunities um you know uh especially for people who things come easy to then it's it's almost like well this is so easy it's not hard it's not worth achievement it's not worth uh praise it's not you know i i shouldn't even be here i'm not doing anything and then you know sometimes you have to have people outside of you kind of point out like look at what you've done look at what you've accomplished look at where you are this is like you got you deserve to be here you belong here You deserve praise, uh, all that stuff. And I think a lot of us, uh, especially in independent spaces and especially in places where um, you are in the creative zone, because so much of it is subjective um, and so much of it depends on your audience. A lot of times you feel like you don't belong, but sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. But also, you know, you do have to address that because you do belong. You know, it's like if we when we get left off a podcast list i don't really take it too personal Mm because it is subjective right but to but our audience a lot of times will take it personal and Mm -hmm. sometimes i do think about the fact that like okay but what are they doing there that we're not doing that should make them make me feel like they deserve to be praised and we don't you know sometimes it happened when uh marissa came down to hang out with us for christmas Uh, It happened then when she was kind of talking about the show and kind of giving us a little bit of praise about the show and then she was like um you know like telling people like yeah they have a podcast it's pretty popular and we're like it's okay you know we were doing it then so you know i think you know we all have moments like that but yeah i i I think when she said that i was like yeah i can definitely relate to that because think about all the talent and skill that she amassed by herself you know we're talking marketing talking promotion you're talking social media you're talking networking uh, going viral with with different um online trends content management um you're talking uh social media management as far as like groups of people um you know not to mention website traffic all this stuff that she did by herself by herself dog you know pay for her own hosting probably learn how to set up a website this is a fountain of knowledge something that people would pay her to do for them something that people would pay to hear how she did it pay to hear her speak about it and yet she was just about to quit and then the read shot her out and that was a powerful moment listening to it in the car because I'm like that's some real shit man people come that close how many people have quit yeah yeah so I don't it was your random thought was that it
2: no no problem I was was just
1: trying to tag in with you
2: oh no problem and it's one of those things where it really just made me think and it made me think about um a lot of different things and it really made me um sit back and kind of think and kind of reflect on uh 2017 2017 has been the best year slash worst year all combined in one Mm -hmm. um it's been the worst year um because like of all the things politically going on and things like that um But it's also been the best year because this year we both individually and together have done things that I don't think at the beginning of 2017 we would have even thought about accomplishing. Mm -hmm. And it's been awesome and it's been wonderful and I can see the growth in you and I can see the growth in me and I can see the confidence in what we both do and, you know, even it made me think about like when Leslie and Marissa had invited me to go to Jamaica with them and how, you know, like I said, I was going to say no. And I really, really, that thing just kind of set forth and I didn't realize that's what it was at the time. Like when she said, it just clicked. Like, that's what it was. That's what made me think that I was in the place that I had no been this being. Mm-hmm. And I was surrounded by people way more knowledgeable much more intelligent, you know, people got all types of degrees, you know, and I'm just little old simple old me. But what I've came to realize, great things come in small packages. And I've realized that, uh, particularly after Jamaica and, and after PyCon, I've come to realize that there are things within me that nobody else in the world can do but me. Nobody else in the world can do certain things but me. Um, it's just unique to me. And I've also come to realize that, uh, I'm going to start being bold. I'm going to start being brave. I'm going to start, uh, not downplaying myself. I'm going to start, um, speaking my own praises when nobody else does. You know, um, because a lot of times when you back, when people, most people look back on their life, you have accomplished a lot, but a lot of times I've realized and including me, you're so focused on things that you don't have, that you don't realize the things that you do have and the things that you have accomplished. And most people have accomplished way much more than they think they have. You know, um, I, like I said, I, I know I personally come a long way because I've come from somebody who, who thought she was ugly, who thought she wasn't worthy to be loved, You know, who thought that uh, I was just fat and and I was just, I was depressed at some points in my life and thoughts of suicide at some points in my life and didn't think um, life was even worth living or going on, not realizing that um, no matter how, put it like this, no matter what I thought about myself, there are always somebody else that loved me. And I had to get to the point to where I saw that the other people loved me. And once I seen that other people loved me and they truly loved me, it helped me love myself. Um, because the thing about it is that wherever you... I, I've learned this, particularly being a black woman and particularly being in a group that's always oppressed and always bashed and always talked about on social media like we're worthless and not worthy of being loved and not worthy of being praised and not worthy of of just being on the face of the earth i've gotten to the point in my life that i'm going to break this imposter syndrome and i want fans out there to do the same thing so that's why i'm sharing this um i want people to realize that you are worthy and you and you and somebody does love you and You know, I know people struggle through various different things, and people have to deal with various different things. And I know that some people, I look in the mirror every day or or pinch uh, pinch their thighs or pinch their belly fat and just think, oh, my gosh, I'm not perfect. But, baby, nobody's perfect. No, nobody's perfect. And whatever circle you are in, you are worthy, and you're supposed to be there, you know. And it's one of those things where not only am I encouraging y'all, I'm encouraging myself, too, as I talk, you know. And not talking myself out of opportunities, you know, and not you know thinking that i 'm not worthy to be there, and you know um not being humble because you know particularly being black, being female, you know you always taught that. You're always supposed to push other people and everybody else is supposed to be before you, your husband, your mate, your children, your significant other, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, or or whatever uh, uh, sexuality you are. That person is supposed to be before yourself. And, you know, it's to the point that where, you know, um, a lot of people are tired of that. That's like why you have a lot of brown people having brown, particularly brown women have mental breakdowns and stuff like that, because they're not taking care of themselves because they're, they're giving all their energy to other things. And so, you know, uh 2018, I'm breaking that, you know, and a lot of times, once you begin to break that, a lot of people will realize it's a change in you. And a lot of people will want you to go back to what you used to be because they are comfortable with you sitting down, shutting up and saying nothing. And so it, you have to fight against that thing Um, Because the thing is, there's something in you that intimidates other people, and you don't realize that until it comes out. You know, when you start getting the promotions, and you start getting double looks, and you start getting the gigs, and you people start looking your way, and your social media start blowing up, you'll realize people around you will begin to change and and will begin to question you. Well, those people, I've realized this, as you grow, people are either going to grow with you or y'all going to grow apart. That's just life. And so if you can't grow with me, we grow apart. That That's cool. And it's nothing personal against you. We just can't go this next route in my journey. Because people are in your life for reasons and seasons. And your season might be over. And that's okay. And so, you know, I'm to the point in my life where I'm going to step into my fullness. Step into my boldness. You know, I'm to the point in my life that I'm going to... um in certain situations, not take no for an answer. You know, because the mediocre white man, honey, he will raise hell if you tell him he ain't supposed to be goddamn mediocre getting over paper for what the fuck he does. Why can't I? Why can't I have the same confidence as somebody who's underqualified for a job, making eight times more than me, and I can do their job better than them? Why can't I? You know, and um it's one of those things where, yes, I'ma read the applications. No, I don't have no, no degree to do that. No, I might not be cool to do the job, but fuck it, I'ma put my name in there anyway. You you know, So I'm encouraging everybody in 2018 to walk in your fullness, walk in your boldness, and, and, and that's something that for me personally that I'm trying to, to get stronger and bolder in, and I know you've encouraged me a lot to, to, to get to that point that I can uh, do things and not be afraid and not be scared and not worry about rejection. Because the thing is, failure is not the end. Saying no is not the end. When somebody tells you no, what you do, you go back and you think of an ulterior motive to get around their no. Okay, let's say I can't get through the dough, but you know what I can do? I can go around your dough. You know, let's say I, you know, I can't go, you know, a certain route. Well, I can go above it or below it. Like, like, one way ain't the only way this design because even what we do with podcasting it's multiple ways to podcast. It's not just one way to do this thing. And so, you know, I'm I'm getting to the point that I want to be bolder in 2018. I want to be stronger in 2018. I, and, and, and I realized this too um, as the podcast is grown and growing um, that I, that we become a personality personalities. And that's something that that was kind of hard for me to accept too, because I'm like, well, I'm not a personality. I'm just a normal ass person. But what I realized is that I am somebody and we do extraordinary things. Um, more than I, I, more than I thought we did. You know, like I said, when you go out and you see the fans, you see the people and you see these various different things going on, you realize that, Oh, I touch people more than I think I do. and, and, people actually do listen to me people actually do hear me and and things like that so i'm starting to you know accept certain uh things that i kind of rejected before but you know sometimes life brings things your way whether you want it to or not you know and i've just learned how to embrace these things as they come easier said than done sometimes because i have to untrain myself to to not be humble and untrain myself to accept praise and untrain myself to take the flowers while i'm alive you know and untrain myself from, from being a little girl when you're told to sit down and shut up and be quiet and do nothing and shrink yourself and not to be seen and don't nobody care about what you're saying and, and, and your opinions don't matter. You know, start walking out and being bold and being beautiful and putting on my sexy dresses and, you know, putting on my fine pants and putting on my heels and putting on makeup and doing my hair and, and looking in the mirror and telling myself I look good, even if I'm not at the way I want to be, I still look good, you know, and learning how to love on yourself. I mean and completely love on yourself. Uh all all the flaws that I have, you know, all the you know, stretch marks or whatever else is on my body that 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 that's in in not perfect. It's all right. It, it's okay. I still love me. You know, and th- those are some things that was in my random thoughts that I was just, you know, just thinking about we was riding around in the car. And one thing I can say, I am so thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for the fans. I'm thankful for everybody that loves and supports us, you know, um, because we've always said you are a reflection of your fans, and we try to give love, and we try to, you know, uh, be peaceful, and we, we try to do these things, and you guys give it back to us more than you ever know like i say, you guys talk about how much we change your, your lives you guys have truly and tremendously changed our lives more than you will ever know you know your five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher you know uh hitting us up on twitter and facebook saying that you love the show using the hashtag being a premium person being a paypal donor you know um it like that that stuff really helps us know that we what we do is not in vain and so you know i'm encouraging my myself and y'all y'all 2018 walk in your fullness and regardless of what's going on around you live in your best white woman of color and don't let this shit stress you out
1: yeah i I mean i i agree with all that i think um especially the whole like imposter syndrome thing that's definitely um you know it's, it's easy to fall into especially when you do something that's not traditional
2: right and like i said i didn't realize i was a victim of
1: it i think a lot of people if they think about it are you know right. um, especially if you're trying to do something in the creative lane it's my shit isn't good enough i'm not right it's not popping off the way i thought it would be um and then with one of the things you said about failure um you know uh, in the last jedi you know yoda said uh the best teacher failure is um and you know he was talking about passing on legacies and that you don't just pass on the strengths and the good you pass on the bad too because you the lessons you learn from the bad that the lessons you learn from the things you tried that didn't work are the lessons that you give to other people so that they can go after you and, and surpass you you know right um you know with our audience those are the lessons that they get from us too you know and it's Hey, we tried this thing, it didn't work. There's guests we've had on the show we won't have back. There's um, you know, sound issues we've had, there's uh topics and stuff we've broached, you know, like uh I you know, I try to be very thoughtful, but you know, part of this thing is you're gonna make mistakes and whatnot too, and not penalize yourself too much for it. Um I think we're in an environment right now where um like I was listening to Chris on the insanity check last week and uh or two weeks ago. And he said, one thing in this age now is if you don't like someone, you can find a reason to not like them. And I think uh, doing what we do for a living, you know, we want to be liked. That's part of what we do. That's part of the bag is I would never want to put out a show that hurts people. I would never want to be associated with um, downing people that I support or that I love or that, you know, I would like to be – Create create a, a a space for that that where they can come and hang out too, but that's just also kind of the nature of humanity. You're gonna mess up and make mistakes, and I think sometimes you can get paralyzed and like, well, I, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to create a opportunity that goes wrong, you know. Um, and definitely stepping out has been a lot for uh, for me at least in 2017. Like, uh, Awesome Con was cool. But that was, like, the spark that made me think, like, well, maybe this is possible, you know, as far as... And it was a
2: very safe space.
1: Yeah, but also, not not just that, but, like, maybe it's possible to do more than right. what we're doing. Correct. You know, maybe it's possible to see people more, to to say yes to more stuff. Because, you know, I like to... I know when you control um, things, you're... Uh, at least for me i like i like control as far as like to keep from fucking up so you know it's one of the reasons we don't have spinoff shows that involve too many other people you know we have a spinoff show justin's on it cool i know justin i trust justin justin come to my house and kick it all the time um but uh you know there's people that have reached out and been like would can you will, will you add us to like your premium network?" and i've been like no it's better for you to, one, learn these skills on your own. I really do mean that, not right, as a diss, but...
2: because they, they, they're un, um, unvaluable. Like, you learn that, you can go do great things.
1: Right. But also, you know, I see how many relationships and uh, things disintegrate. You know, you're the best partner I can have because I know that we're compatible. I know that we'll... You care about this as much as I do. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that you'll listen to me and vice versa. Um as opposed to you know i see so many partnerships break down you know motherfuckers look like they cool online all up in the videos don't even really fuck with each other you know or, or a week later you know they dragging each other they're sub each other or they're you know whatever and 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 like you know maybe none's the wiser maybe everybody knows but you just kind of see like that people branch out sometimes and you see the failure and that makes me wary because i learned from other people's mistakes just as much i learned from my own yes sir um but this year you know even with all the things that can go wrong because i'm such a like pragmatic and cynical person you know i've kind of tried to like you know step outside of that zone a little bit
2: yeah that's bold for you and
1: experience you know i mean you know this christmas we had people in my parents house that you know i had never some of my only met once or twice before in my life some of them i had never met before um that was you know to me that's a big thing i wouldn't mm-hmm. just let anybody do that oh, no. um you know it's not something that we may even be able to do forever like that right. may be something where it's like hey hey calm down this ain't this ain't that kind of uh, relationship but mm-hmm. it was good to be able to to have that you know that moment um you know going to dc meeting all those people uh talking to fans and stuff i mean NegroCon wasn't supposed to be a thing we were supposed to go to awesome con yes we were we got rejected at a panel there and we end up having this very black affirmative space uh with our friends that we had known since we started podcasting and it meant a lot to do it with those people specifically
2: right and that's why i say no is not the end and sometimes you don't take no for an answer
1: yeah um but that was that was an ambitious thing that could have all fallen on his face people would have been cl- cl- clowning us if the shit would have went bad or went wrong um and it still wasn't ideal but we had the right people there and it made it ideal correct because um they ran out of chicken <laughs> right? it was hot as hell out of chicken. you know um and and ho- and we learned but we learned a lot from that yes You know we'll learn from it next time too you know so uh you know you look at things like the bourbon ball and how that shit went down in 2017 and all the infighting and people making shit up about people people uh telling the truth about shit people assuming the worst of people assuming the best of people all this stuff and i I mean that's a collection of people that met via the internet for the most part and decided to do this thing and a lot of people got hurt by it a lot of people were um you know felt taken advantage of or even uh harassed and assaulted and that's the same like to me that's the worst thing that could happen correct and i'm glad that we have attracted people and have surrounded ourselves with uh like-minded podcasters and stuff to where our space didn't feel that way you know it wasn't the hey let's you know get out here and grind on each other type of space it was very much like hey let's come here have a good time hang out respect each other right you know we want to have lgbtq people in the house we Mm want to have women in the house we want to have um you know a a place where you can you know the age range doesn't matter we want to have a place where all these people can come together, you know, where um even if there's white people in there, those white people are there because they're fans of the show and they understand the conversations that are gonna take place. Right. Um that shit really mattered.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so um uh, that, uh PyCon, uh, you know, even traveling, you know, was a thing for me, like getting on a plane a couple more times this year, um, going through the airport all that shit like it was all stepping out of my comfort zone but i feel like i've been rewarded um and and i've learned more about myself you know so i think you know hopefully keep that going in 2018 you know it's it's uh the kind of thing where um um you see yourself on a path and you don't feel and i don't feel like well it's over now like okay we reached this mountaintop i just feel like well let's just keep going let's see what else is possible
2: yeah let's see where we go
1: you know so i'm i'm kind of uh excited about
2: 2018
1: and me too 2017 i'll say the the most thing the one word i would use to describe 2017 is thankful yeah agreed you know i'm just very thankful to uh the people that believed in us Um, uh, very thankful to you very thankful to the people that support us um I, whether it be our sponsors whether it be all the premium folks whether it just be people that donated people that left reviews, people that wrote about us, people that shared us on social media like I'm just thankful you know Um you know it's I feel like the worst thing happened last November you know Um, and for most of us it put us in a, a bad space you know and i think even people that claim to not care and that it was both the same i think even they would admit that uh they really didn't think that this would come to pass Mm -mm. you know um and uh i watch like friends break down Mm -hmm. um i watch people kind of retreat
2: yeah just walk away from social media yeah Yeah,
1: i mean a lot of people that talked a lot of uh a lot of game going into it. Where are they? Crickets. You know, I watched uh people kind of run away from community and the same people who claim they were going to organize and change the world and shit when this stuff happened, I haven't heard from them. Haven't seen them. Um we watch a mass exodus of black voices from so from from media spaces. Yes, we have. Um
2: willingly and unwillingly.
1: Right. Um we've seen you know elections we've seen um, you know a pedophile only lose by 1.5% of a vote like we, we've we really seen a lot of the worst this year but as we always with things with black people when the conditions are bad that's when we soar it's sad that it's that way it shouldn't have to be that way Mm-mm. but you know our art is soaring You know our spaces are soaring our communities are soaring in in ways that like i said it's sadly you have to just to survive and everybody's not gonna survive no everybody's not you know um and it's gonna get worse you know um there's a lot of people that aren't here today because specifically because of the state this country's in correct so i'm thankful you know i'm thankful to still be here agreed you know yeah I'm, I'm thankful to uh see the effect we had on people um meet people shake hands hugs all that stuff even though they don't want my trash hugs i get it <laughs> and i'm gonna work on that in 2018 but i'm thankful man so uh this is not the, the start to the show i had planned but you know um this is why our show is so it's so different you know because we can do this but mm-hmm. yeah i'm 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 more than anything i'm just uh just like i said i'm appreciative of all the people that looked out for us because there's a lot of people that ain't here there's a lot of people that uh can't have this connection with people that we have so you know when i see like you know to go up and meet these people and to have them say stuff like hey You changed the way I did this, or you know I just love your show because of that, or I hate my job and y'all help me get through it. I hate my commute and y'all, y'all with me every day. Like that's some real shit, and I I've been on the other side of them headphones, so I'll never take it for granted.
2: Ain't that the truth? I've been at my desk, you know, mundane job, and you did the hours just feel like they dragging away forever and listen to podcasts and they helped me get through so much yeah i was
1: reading uh this person sent a it was a link to a horoscopes uh like what you're supposed to learn for 2016 2017 and what you're supposed to take in 2018 and i'm a libra and i normally don't do the horoscope thing uh but i just read it it's weird though because every time i read a fucking horoscope about a libra i'll be like okay this is who's stalking my page like ha 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 This is a little bit ridiculous but this is 2016 for libra um you were supposed to learn how to plant seeds the past few years have been nothing short of radical for you it all began with your emerald jupiter year in 2016 lighting the way for you to start making connections perhaps with partners employers or even with your inner self uh that world will come to fruition over the next few years 2017 you were supposed to realize how you were holding yourself back which that is true
2: I mean that's how we got the white woman to color
1: <laughs> this year was all about letting those seeds start to sprout and identifying the ways in which you were stomping on your garden before you gave it a chance to grow Aww. and that's true I mean I value the power of no but there's so many uh, things I've I've stopped myself from doing that I knew I could do So, I don't know. When I read that, I'm sorry to get emotional, but No, that's okay. When I read that, it touched me because I was like, um, you know, I've I've been in my own way before, so I didn't want to be that way anymore. Sorry. So, starting 2017, there were people that I uh, reached out to that i haven't been um you know that i wanted like i wanted to be friends with them right so i started hitting them up like you know hey what's up how you doing you know checking on them every once in a while Right. uh doing a better job with that you know um there's people that um i didn't think i'd ever be cool with right that i'm happy to be cool with now right you know um you know, thinking about uh how uh combat Jack died. Come on, dog. And uh we were very fortunate to meet him.
2: Yes, we were. Yeah, we were.
1: And uh he had a beautiful energy. Yes, he did. And I thought that uh you know about how when he passed how many people he touched. Right and um how we might be doing that for people without even knowing it and I don't want to take it for granted me either and uh I don't want to I want to live in the moment stop like you know always thinking of what can go wrong and thinking of uh what I'm messing up or what I'm leaving out or you know how I'm not being perfect or Things of that nature. You know, I had to learn to let things go, too. Um, You know, it hurt me to let the Facebook group go. But I had to. You know, uh, I think we pride ourselves on, um, like humanity, on strength. But sometimes strength is measured in the wrong ways. Mm -hmm. you know um like we like to measure strength and how much we we can be subjected to how much pain we can deal with how many insults we can take how many haters you've accumulated and one of the things for 2017 for me was like no i'm not letting that define me anymore and if that's a If that's a thing that makes other people feel strong that won't be my thing Um, because it's not in my nature and holding grudges and canceling people and ostracizing people I know that that makes people feel strong and it makes people feel that they have control because we don't want to admit that we don't have that much control over stuff you know um, we're only in each other's lives for such a brief period of time we only on this earth for such a brief period of time. And that's not a legacy I want to leave behind. Um, that's not what I want to teach people with my life. You know, um, we have invited people to witness us grow, fail, try again through this microphone. Right. Um, it's why when people see me, they feel like they know me. It's why people want to hug me. You know, even with my trash ass hugs. <laughs> um, but that, uh, I'm thankful to be able to do that. Um, but like I said, uh, I had to move out of my own way. I had to be like, yo, I, you know, I tell people more now, I love them.
2: Me too. And I don't
1: mean that necessarily like romantically, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. my friends, my, um, you know, the people that I'm fortunate enough to have in my life. You know, I want to be able to listen to them. Right. I want to learn from them. I want to be present for them. I want to be honest with them. I want to communicate with them so that they hear me too. You know, um, these are things that uh, they matter to me, and I and I feel like they always did. But whether it's uh, from via like uh, being a black man, sometimes you want to like put up a wall cause uh it's like you're afraid someone's gonna see you um and know you're not that you're not onyx that you're not made of that you're not impervious that that things get to you um that you can be bothered you know these are things these are illusions That i wanted to drop because to me it was fooling nobody but myself to be like i'm not bothered by this or i'm over this or i don't care about this i do care i care how people view me i care the things that come out of my mouth how people feel about them um and i can still do that and be vigilant and protective of my folk of myself of my feelings of all that stuff i can still do all that at the same time And I think that balance is what I was striving for. And I feel like I found some of it this year. You know, I want to be the person that makes my mom and my father proud. I want to be that person. And I want to be the person that makes people laugh. But I also want to be the person that lives with integrity that I can judge. You know, I don't want to live for other people in that way. Uh, I see so much stuff now where I feel like, oh, this person's performing. This person's on brand. This person is they're never off this person is about how they look to other people all the time i don't want to be like that you know um like i need we have to fight for this space just so that we can have a place where people can stop bullshitting all the time so you know to me that's what was kind of something that i gained in 2017 that i never thought about going into the year like oh this is what i will gain but i didn't know what i would get i just was like i'm gonna just step out and just kind of kind of step away from certain shit you know um i think uh when you're passionate and you're resolute people kind of mistake that for being impervious for being unable to be harmed but i I am impassioned i am passionate impassioned i am resolute but at the same time i can still be harmed i still can be antagonized i can still uh, you know i still hate conflict in a way like I'm not afraid of it, but I don't want that to define me. The person that's always just in the middle of some fucking conflict. Um, it, 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 some of the most important stuff that's happened on this show has been to me bridging bridging that gap, hanging, you know, being able to say like, "Yeah, still cool with Firestarter" after that very public shit. Like, I didn't want that to define our show or me, because I'm not that person that did fuck them, nigga. I'm right. Nah, everybody go with name mentions. I'm not that person. You know i didn't want to hurt those dudes and and clearly what what happened was in 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 the midst of that whether i meant to or not somebody got hurt you know and then people just kept hurting each other then all of course you know the black girl nerd people they're getting hurt you know there's grudges that people never gonna let go because they need to be protective of themselves in their space dj ben mean got hurt you know um i got people that i that i love they not cool with be with ben mean now you know, and I'm like, that's not the space I wanna have. I wanna have a space where all those people can kind of understand, at least look stop looking past each other. You know? Let that stupid shit go. You know, cause it really in in the scheme of things, some of this shit is so stupid. You know, and I and I and I don't know how we can keep putting up these walls and pretending like we're not cutting ourselves off. You know, um, letting people love us, letting people see us, letting people tell us that shit, that shit matters so much to me this year. You know, I I didn't want to take a six hour trip to Seattle. I don't like none of that is, <laughs> that's not something I would ever want to do. You know, um, in general, you know, I didn't want to, um, be on a plane eating plain food everybody using a plane bathroom be in a hotel i don't want to ever do any of that shit you know i don't like eating food on the road and stuff you know meeting people makes me a little bit nervous I, it's hard for me to keep food down like these are real anxieties that i have to deal with but it's worth it for 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 our folks like when i see them that shit goes away no matter how fucked up i feel that time is like that it's gone so but i would have never known that if i hadn't got over the fear of seeing people in the first place you know um that so that you know that's that's what 2017 was for me you know and 2018 according to this horoscope we'll see they two for two let's see what's up with 2018 you're supposed to learn 2018 you're supposed to how to le- you learn how to let your garden feed you this year is about finishing up what you began in 2016 allowing yourself to thrive in it it's about making serious relationship commitments, becoming more financially stable than ever, and adjusting to your highest vision of yourself because deep down that's who you've been all along. So I hope it's right. Uh kind of late, you know, forty is a long I mean I'm thirty nine, but that'll be year forty. Year forty is a long way to go to learn that lesson, but you know, gonna just keep faking it till I make it or whatever. But you know, it's it's been a rewarding year. Um mm-hmm. And, and we could not have done this without you guys, I
2: Could not have done it, and it's one of those things to where I realized I was wrong about uh, some things. I used to be very, very proud. I've even said on the show how I can't wait till I get old to not give a fuck, mm-hmm. and I realized that's absolutely wrong, not giving a fuck is how we got trump right, and so I publicly said that on Facebook and Twitter, and I do mean that. You need to give a fuck, but only about things that's important. You can't care about everything, but you need to care about things that's important. Um, Because what I realize is that loving and caring and being kind and opening up your heart, that shit is hard to do. People think that's easy. It is very, very hard to do because when you do that, you open yourself to pain. You open yourself to hurt. You open yourself to loss. Like You open yourself up to so much. But truth be told, those are the things that make us alive. Like, 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 those those are the things that, that define us and, and, and who we are. You know, there's so many people that I realize they're grown, quote unquote, as adults, 30s, 40s, 50s, but they still were hurt by childhood pain. You know, it's to the point now that even for myself, you have to get over that pain in order to move on because like you say, you can throw walls up about some shit that happened to you when you were 10
1: yeah I, I i mean that was one of the things that helped me when we were talking about you know that whole dim thrones thing was thinking about everybody as kids again and like what happened to us then to make us be old as fuck now and sitting up here having the same battles that we had when we were kids because essentially those things go back to when your, your formative years
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know nerds versus the cool guys versus people from the hood versus suburbs versus all that shit that's when you're a kid that you really start forming those opinions how do you let that go you know um because you really can't make a space for each other if if you're more worried about excluding somebody out of the space rather than making a place for them to come if, as long as they're of you know some reasonable approach you know um you know that was one of the things about the facebook thing that was killing me with the group was just I was finding myself in the middle of people fighting all the time and them being like, fix this despite nobody being willing to admit anything they did was wrong. Nobody being willing to admit that they played part in any of it. Nobody being willing to admit that maybe there was a way where they could have some mediation. And you see that enough and you start feeling like you're the problem. You know, I had let people convince me that it was my fault for their unhappiness. You know while trying to create a space for people to come be happy to respect each other and have fun and and be in the spirit of the show but some people weren't gonna be happy with that and and like i said letting that go helped me because i was able to be like okay sometimes you have to leave a place for people to feel how they feel so if they're gonna not like me or they're not gonna like the show or they're not gonna like each other that's not my business You know that was a hard lesson to learn but you know like i said i started talking to people looking for more of a real connection with 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 people that i already care about that i never was finding time for right so it helped me to find more time for people um so i think all that stuff kind of manifested in 2017 and and like i said it's it's just been a really fulfilling journey so far and you know i look forward to 2018 and what that's going to bring um, because you just we you never know
2: that and also growth you know because the show has been growing and as the show grows there's you know some things that we have to adapt and adjust and change Right. so you know as of now people still have access to us and I'm going to like Roger said I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts because we may get to the point where people may not be able to have the access to us like they do now for various different reasons, like, being, I, and a lot of times beyond our control.
1: Like I said, 2017, I, I probably, the people probably know what I'm about to say because I said it enough so much this year, but I had to learn to love people a different way. Correct. Cause you, it's, it's like staring into the sun sometimes. Like you want to see them for who they are. You want to see them all, but sometimes you have to step back and get perspective to truly understand people and allow them to be the flawed people that they're going to be um you know i had to learn how to be friends with people that don't fuck with each other correct like that was a thing i had to. you know it used to be a time where i would be like well why are you don't fuck with so-and-so like they cool and i know deep down i know that if y'all could just see each other y'all would be fine right because i see what's good in both of y'all mm-hmm. but y'all can't see it in each other and i had to accept that you know i had to accept that some people are permanently in pain via whatever things they're going through correct and that whatever solutions they need to heal they're going to have to find on their own it's not up to me to to help to make them whole it's not up to me to point out that shit like that's something they got to do you know it's it's things where i i've had to step into the fact that i you know this isn't a a humble brag, I really just think it's the truth, sometimes I just see people for who they are when they don't know and I had to just understand like oh they don't see what I see they don't know like what they're doing I can see like oh this is because of this thing that happened to you or this is because you've been fighting this battle your whole life so you can't see anything but this fight I had to step back and be like well maybe we i just have to distance myself from you and let you work that out maybe you'll work it out maybe you won't not really my responsibility but i had to understand like people are in so much pain and this i feel like it's been exacerbated in the last year
2: yes it has I feel like
1: people were barely held, holding on as is but something about this last was well, not something but in america at least it's really exacerbated it to a to a large point when i just see people i'm like whatever it is you're fighting is not what you think you're fighting right and i just had to step back and i think to a certain extent it taught me just to be like okay i love you but i know that that doesn't mean we have to be connected or uh you know in constant discussion mm-hmm, and shit. Yeah. I love you and then that's just it. Like yeah,
2: I love you from a distance. And yeah. a lot of times people don't want to hear that, but I have family members like I love dearly, but I have to love them from a distance
1: because and, and also we us each other. We have things where everyone should I believe, probably everybody's been through this. Where you went through a time where you're like I can't be reached cuz I won't let myself be reached. Yes. You know, like it's not that it's anyone's fault. It's mm-hmm. not it's like I'm not in a place to be healed from this or to cope with this or to move on from this or anything so you have to sit back and be like everyone get away from me or attack mode every day Mm -hmm. like I watch some people and how they're in attack mode every day and I think about oh this is you protecting yourself right you're preemptively jumping on everybody saying everything ain't shit Everything's hurting you everything is violence everything's the worst cause you cause how else you gonna control how fucked up this world is like you gotta start that way you can't like if you wake up there's like when you wake up like that there's a good day is faith quote-unquote fighting the the bad guys on the internet or fighting the slaying the dragons with your podcast or your activism or your uh misogyny even not not all these are good things Mm
0: -mm.
1: a lot of this shit is you know when i for 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 example when i think about the the Hotep dudes that on the internet hiding themselves behind this false idea of masculinity and massage noir and stuff there's something fucked up in them that they think I can control the world from these views right they think the world I can make the world make sense if I say that the black man is the most Da, 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 da. and nobody else is having problems except the black man and the only way to fix the community is that the black man gets to do what he want to first whether he needs seven wives whether it means you know calling himself african names and shit meanwhile i could have seven baby mamas but it's black women's fault for that like that even that dude is fucked up in some kind of way that he had to take not had to but he chose to take on that cloak to feel that he's not fucked up so when i say i love people differently i do you know i watch like some of the things i would have said just a year ago i wouldn't say now not because i don't believe them but because i know how fucked up people are and they're just gonna take it as picking a side in a fight that they've been having all all their lives when i'm just saying no this is a thing that needs to happen for you to heal yourself you know i don't want to give off the illusion that i don't care about people because i do yes you know what i mean like i would love to see all of us be salvaged but it just ain't possible
2: correct and you know and the thing is i've been at a place where i've just been angry at the world like i've literally been there where i've just been mad and angry and it was just like fuck everything and everybody around me and i cut off relationships and friendships and i kind of put myself in a bubble and and it was a self protection thing and it took me a long time to uh get out of that bubble because when you're in a place of hurt you're in a place of pain you're in a place of anger um like you say everything is a fight and 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 everybody that comes in interaction with you even if they're saying hey good morning how you doing it is a motherfucking fight in your
1: mind and there's a season for that too to protect yourself you know there's a season to to be vigilant with your anger because that's real too like i said these are things i learned this year where i had to be like oh this person's mad about this i don't think it's healthy for them to be mad about it i don't think that that's their natural way of being but i have to step back because it's also natural to not let someone be mad
2: right when they've
1: been wronged, you know like they like maybe they'll come to their senses quote unquote maybe eventually they can let that go but they can't right now you know I, i look at how people argued over shit like insecure it's a TV show. It has nothing to do with us. Mm-mm. But I watch people lose their minds, not be friends, argue with people, call each other out their names. I, I still feel like the vast majority of people took it in stride, made jokes, but I watch yeah. people legitimately go at people. I said, I know it's not the show. Correct. So that's something inside of you. You know, you watch people, someone makes a joke or some shit on Facebook. Next thing you know, they gotta get road shit canceled, and blocked. And you're like, okay that's still something inside of me cause it's, it's hard to look at yourself like that cause I just wanna feel black and white I'm right all the time everybody else is wrong but sometimes I have to be like that's just another way like um you, it, I mean I've been reading books and stuff but like with the whole black socialist shit like there was a time where I was just been like fuck them niggas they don't know how to talk to people
2: come on they rude
1: I, they shit never gonna pop off and I hope it never pops off so fuck oh, them right, blah that blah blah
2: come a long way on that.
1: and I'm not some you know, like, cause I got tired of being called out my name. I got tired of people lying on me. I got tired of people using slurs and shit that don't have nothing to do with the way I believe and the politics I have. Like, they don't even know me and they're calling me. And you react to it. You react like, man, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Like, I'm not some Hillary bot. Bi- I'm not some fucking Obama stan. I'm not like, I'm smart enough to be like, this nigga drone people and that's fucked up. And also, he was a huge symbol to black americans black americans there'll be kids that didn't think this was possible they'll grow up thinking this is not a big deal and that is a milestone for black america but at the same time yes that's also fucked up he didn't say nothing when the gaza strip got bombed like i can code two of those things at the same time and you're no closer to a solution to this than by yelling at me on the internet than i am by yelling back at you you know we're both almost powerless and yelling at each other and both of us feeling powerful because we're yelling at each other so i just stopped interacting with folks like that and i don't and i don't have any ill will because i didn't have any if motherfuckers find a way to pass socialist utopia tomorrow sign me the fuck up let's do it you know what i mean i'm not beholden to mcdonald's corporation or whoever no. the fuck like mm-hmm. good let's let's go they can go let's let's find a way to do this but like that was a thing that this year happened and i was like yeah i'm gonna be different this time you know like i'm i'm listening and also i'm i'm gonna educate myself on this thing and then also more importantly i'm not i'm not your enemy i'm not fighting you on this. right
2: my job my job is not to put up swords my i don't want to hurt you more than you're already in pain
1: and once i started doing that i started seeing how other people were doing the opposite and doing what i used to do and i realized it's like i could i don't know it's like when you see the matrix in the code instead of i'm like oh you're doing what i was doing what i was lashing out because i was unhappy about something you know where i was like everyone needs to think like me or they're wrong where i gotta go find a tweet that disagrees with me and elevate it to the level of a national fucking emergency or where you know i have to go on you know like i i just opted out of that kind of shit you know i had already kind of been doing it Cause I just like to have my opinion and leave other people out of my shit. I don't have much power. I don't have much control. I just have my opinion. But it took, you know, I had to understand, well, this is how other people see me. This is how I see myself. And this is how I see them. And that shit, like I said, it, it kind of helped me evolve on certain shit that I really felt like, um, not too long ago, I was still been stuck in the, in the, in the muck and the mire, not seeing the forest for the trees with folks
2: correct and i think um for me as we're talking about uh reflecting and this might not sound big and i'm gonna say this shout out to dexter i remember me you and dexter and i don't remember if he recorded it or not but for those of you that don't know we're professional voice actors which is something i i didn't really think about but i sit back and I think well, i was like well goddamn karen y'all y'all really when you sit back and look at the shit we've accomplished We've literally accomplished a lot of shit. Um, And I remember uh, I used to actually, and it's not even a jealousy thing. I used to be very, very intimidated when we would go read. um, Because a lot of the the reading came very natural to Roderick. A lot of the voice acting, a lot of the the voices and shit like that. I mean, he would read and he would breeze through it me i felt like i i struggled i struggled a lot um and as time went on i got a lot better at it it became a lot easier um and i remember dexter was telling me like i would not have asked you to come back if i thought you were bad mm-hmm. you know like you're actually really, really good at this you're actually great at this like and dexter Actually, is really, really good about writing stuff for you, like for you and for your voice and your personality, and it made me think about uh even with that being better in that and stronger in that and being more comfortable in my in, in my voice because I hear my voice on the podcast. That's one thing, but. When I hear my voice over the voice acting thing, you know, to me, that's almost like, uh that's one of those things. where That's a different realm. And it's one of those things where I deserve to be here just like other people do, just like other right. people that's been doing this 25 years. Like, I deserve to be there, too. And I remember uh, the one we did about fries,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, the one where we did, like, the drive through, And... Me and you were in there. We were doing it, and it was one dude uh, that was back there listening. And he had been voice acting for years. And he came, and he was like, "You did an excellent job." And it it almost brought tears to my eyes. I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And it's one of those things where I, you know, you never know what talents are within you. And so, I've learned to be. Uh, I'm going to be happier, and I'm gonna take my happiness. And to the best of my ability, be a light for somebody else that's in the dark place. So, my, I, like you say, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to harm you. Sometimes that means I have to walk away. But it does not mean I don't care. And it does not mean I don't love you as an individual person. It does not mean I I, I don't love your blackness. I don't love who you are. You know, it just means I will be here whenever the time is right. Because I think relationships happen for a reason. Conversations happen for a reason. People got to realize this right now you might not be in the place to talk to me about certain things but one day you will be and i will be here when that happens you mm-hmm. know so i think um it it uh we've evolved into i know what i want to ask you um, i know i stopped the message i don't want to ask you what did it say about aries on your thing oh, oh you? i looked
1: it up but i don't i didn't say the pictures okay um well give me a second i'll try to find it
2: no problem i just wanted to see what it said about aries and and uh talking about uh signs. Y'all know what, I didn't know, I didn't even know what my sign was till I went to college. You know, I was one of them children who, who went, went to church. So we ain't due to all them signs and stuff. So I think we played this game. Somebody asked me what my sign was. I was like, what sign? What are what we talking about here?
1: Yeah, I, I, I know, like for me this year, I probably cried more this year than I've ever cried in my life. Correct. Mostly cause of this is us, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think a lot of people have.
1: Yeah, but, um, you know some of the stuff that um was just that it was stuff that i wasn't allowing myself to feel before you know which is uh, a kind of freedom because like i said you don't want to be trapped in that box and i think a lot Mm. of people talk a good game but ultimately they don't really mean it you know you still view yourself as like weak or failing or just whatever you know for um allowing yourself to feel something other than anger or rage or 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 laughter you know or joy sometimes but uh i feel like i got to kind of experience a fuller range of emotions this year but mostly Mm -hmm. because i just stopped giving a fuck what other people thought about it right you know like
2: and and it's okay like
1: (laughs) yeah like if someone judges me because of that that says more about them yes you know i had but i had to you know i remember um the trayvon martin verdict uh the george Zimmerman verdict really Come on. but i remember the closing arguments and that was the first time i cried in years that like george them because because the prosecutor made the case for trayvon martin's life and I, in a way where i was like you know yes that's what we've been saying you know like this kid didn't deserve to die and you know I like i still remember thinking that at that moment like damn i'm in my house crying you know what i mean like like but it could but not because i was angry but because he, he 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 saw me and he saw every other black dude and every other black kid that would be killed by the cops you know in that in that moment he saw rakia boy in that moment he saw tamir rice you know like in that moment he sounded he, he saw philando castile he saw all of us and he put, and he still lost. Those jurors still didn't care. I didn't know that they would give that verdict at the time, but I said, well, sadly, I actually kind of did know that, because I remember saying he's not going to be found guilty. But I also remember going, if there's a case to make, he just made it, and that's the best possible case you can make for, for black life. And we have to just, I'm going to have to accept that, because, well, you know, I, <laughs> uh you know i am kind of a pessimistic not hopeful person about racism in america but that that moment made me feel like you fought the right fight and and there's no shame in what you just did i
2: want to be on the right side of history
1: and you know and after that you know it was kind of like easier uh to 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 be able to let that shit go but yeah i think a lot more people hopefully um maybe this has made us have to do a lot of reflection
2: yes and
1: and maybe people will be able to let some of their baggage down go and and kind of step into being themselves because
2: i mean true especially with the aspects
1: of the internet are so performative and see the part the part of it i don't think people realize is you know um it hurt me to be like oh man this we as black men holding on to this shit that was never meant for us this patriarchy that was never they never considered us a human being right us holding on to that is to our own detriment and to our people's detriment by extension and to be kind of rejected for even saying that for even approaching that thought for one second to be like what about our role in the oppression of other people within our stratosphere what about our role in the oppression of our women what about our role in the impress like forget the word oppression are we making it better or are we making it worse knowing what has been done to us what are we passing on what legacy are we leaving you know is absentee fatherhood leaving a positive legacy and then blaming women saying you stop sleeping with niggas that's gonna leave you that they could not know until after they slept with them um is not raising our kids but blaming women for not doing a good job of raising kids by themselves is that helping is the killing of trans women of color and then going acting like who did this it couldn't be us is it helping you know like I hate to to bring that shit up cause one I know the you know the reaction that niggas have is, is just to shut me down like to shut you must be ostracized you must be shut the fuck like you know i have motherfuckers threaten me i have people go on my instagram and and comment on a picture of me and my niece you know like (laughs) like i i would they would never do that to my face Mm -mm. and 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 part of me knowing that knows that there's something in them that got hit and they want to punch back
0: Mm-hmm. and they just want to
1: find a way to hurt me you know um you know i have friends asking like well, are you okay are you just trying to say this to impress per- feminine what why would you say something and i'm like because it's fucking true the same reasons i say everything but that doesn't mean that we have to stay stuck here but still even with that even with that it still hurt to see other black men come at me like that you know and i'm not and i'm not even trying to say that it's any worse i i black women would have got it worse if an lgbtq person would have said it they would have got it worse other people have said it and have gotten it worse it was not a matter of like looking right the martyr it was just a matter of that that we would cause that kind of pain towards somebody else for what reason you know even if you disagree it was still just my fucking opinion even if that's what you took from it right and vice versa you know but it's is that kind of thing though that lessons that I've just taken in the past couple of years where I'm like, Okay, y'all aren't ready to hear that. Y'all aren't ready to have that conversation. Y'all are gonna shut down. Let's try to have it a different way. You know? Like I like I'm take like I'm taking those lessons in humility because to me, it's not about raging against some shit just to make a point and not but no one heard it. If I make the point and no one heard it, that's still a failure on me. So how can I make that point a different way? Can I talk about our privilege within the sphere of blackness, even while being oppressed, even while being the most incarcerated, even while being undereducated, even while being underpaid? Can I still talk about the physical violence we put on each other and say, can we, can we do better? Can we stop doing that? You know, can we not center our theory of blackness around black men have to be the breadwinners and the ones most elevated when black women have surpassed us in when in many ways the paradigm of the black male-led household isn't really beneficial as it used to be or if it ever was because black women have always worked from the fields to out to 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 the house of white people in every time so black women have never got to be the gentile southern belle that sits in the house and, and the air conditioning and 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 it tells the other people what to do they've always worked they've always been our partners and if we don't see them as such then that then then what point of what point do we have if we don't see our lgbtq people of our of our crowd as part of blackness then what Then what fucking point is the point of us saying anything about how white people are fucked up right. if we're just gonna do it to each other and and like i said i've tried to find other ways to make that point without saying black men are the white people white of uh, black people because i know that that's one shot that all it's gonna do is get me rah 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 and black men are gonna be upset about it and then they're gonna shut down the whole conversation and turn it into some other shit so i'm trying to find other ways to say these things you know uh these are things i think about now Whereas before I would have just been like, fuck them, them niggas mad, but I ain't wrong. Well, I'm not wrong, and that's true. I'm still not wrong. But <laughs> but if I can't get the message across, then I'm not effective. So that's the thing that I, work, I think about now, you know. So, um, anyway, I found your horoscope. Uh, you want to hear it? Yes. 2016, you were supposed to differentiate from what you want, from what you think the world wants from you. this was a year of self-discovery one that you had that had you challenging and questioning a lot of things you previously been accepting as fact you did a lot of soul searching this year it came out on the other end with some pivotal realizations 2017 you're supposed to dive off the high board when you knew what needed to change you went for it and probably head first this was the year in which you experienced radical change I did and saw a world that was beyond what you'd ever conceived of before all of this new understanding brought a change of perspective and a welcome one on at that oh and 2018 coming up this is the year you decide what you want to do from here on out Mm. this is the year you get clear on some of the big lingering question marks that still exist in your life you'll regain your clarity and focus in work and in love and you'll get ready to start deepening those roots come 2019 oh i feel like all that's true
2: yeah because i i'm i'm ready like me and roger been talking and i'm not just
1: talking 2018 i'm saying 2017 oh. jumping off the high board you know taking going to jamaica um
2: yes i, I you
1: know you you were kind of scared to do that kind of scared to let people you know get their life through you let people that i was you know you were kind of scared to believe that you were worthy of going on that trip and that there was a reason that you should be there as much as anybody else. And I I think, I know that was a big thing, you know, with the, with the podcast and, um, um, with the trips to Seattle and Negro kind of stuff. I mean, you did, you down right head first in like,
2: yeah. And I'm a naturally, I'm naturally a extrovert, extroverted person. So I'm out there and I'm bubbly and stuff like that. But those are kind of internal things that I deal with. And yeah, it was one of those things where I kind of, if you would have asked me a year ago, would I have went to Jamaica and every day had a picture of me in a bathing suit, a picture of me in my pajamas, taking pictures of you know for a whole week? i be like, yeah, right, you know, because it's literally for me. This is the this year, this year just passed is the most active I've ever been on social media. Because you've always been a lot more active than me. Mm-hmm. And i'm a lot more out there voicing your opinion on facebook and twitter and all these other platforms and for me i've kind of been more reserved because it's one of those things for me personally i didn't know usually how people would accept me i didn't know how people would respond to me you know when you see people get harassed and stuff you was like i don't want to deal with none of that bullshit like i'm for me just that's just how I was. I was like oh i ain't got i ain't got time for that i got other more important things to do than to be fight with motherfuckers all goddamn day long I'm going with something else. But what I realized is that for the most part, Right now, I haven't received any of that. And if I do, I know me, I'm going to block and keep going. Like, like I, I don't interact with people like that, me personally, period. You know, I want to have intelligent and smart conversations. I don't like to talk to dumbasses, and I don't like to talk to people that come and scream at me. And I know that your intentions might be another way, yada, 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 but you need to talk to me like you would talk to me if you see me on the street, and people don't holler at each other on 10, so... If, if you start on 10 there's no for me my personality there's no conversation to be had there for me and so um I think that uh I have I've walked into that like I said before that boldness that fullness I've got over a lot of things that prevented me from doing things like uh, uh posting stuff on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter I think I've came a uh, a mighty, mighty long way. And I was so happy and excited for me that people, you know, kind of got their life, quote, unquote, through me. Because it's one of those things where, like I said, I'm getting better at it. But I'm like, not who the hell am I that these many people don't know what the fuck I'm doing? But apparently, there's people out there that was like, they woke up every morning. Because, I, was you know, y'all know me. I was looking up at the fucking crack of dawn. And before y'all got up, to hit your feet, hit the ground, I have been posting for an hour already.
1: Yeah, it's a lot more people rooting for us than against us. And, and, you and know, I was never something, realized that. That was something I had to I had to realize for 2017. You know, and I'd be willing to bet most of us are that way. And if we stop concentrating on the people, the few people that don't fuck with us. Right,
2: because it's a small percentage.
1: You'll, you'll be happier. You know, right. I had to learn to let that shit go yeah and and honestly what's funny is as i let it go some people came back around which is which is which has also been interesting Hmm. you know as i was like you know what fuck it i have to live my life and if you can't see that what kind of person i am from the way i live my life then that's on you like you're looking with your hate colored goggles or whatever the fuck right and if i stop thinking about how you're viewing me if i stop thinking about the conflict we might have If I stop thinking about where I might disagree with you and start just worrying about the good that I can do, the positivity that I can bring to myself, either you have to get down or lay down, which, you know, which is fine. Like, you're not going to stop my road any more than I'm going to stop yours. But more importantly, like I said, I think some people have kind of, they had to let shit go because I did.
2: Right. You know like
1: i genuinely let it and when i say let it go i don't mean like Mm -mm. let it go but i can't wait to hop in your ass i mean literally like right fuck it that's over that period of my life is over that 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 conflict with that person is over that that shit is dead to me and if they want to stay there they can but i'm not going to right you know like they need that power to feel a way that i'm stuck in some moment that they have pictured the that that's something they need it's not something i need like i said i had to learn to love people different way i had to learn to be like that's what they need i don't need it you know i don't need to hold on i don't need to spar with you i don't need to look (laughs) like you know i don't (laughs) you know one of the things i I realized i think it was this year last year there were people on my facebook page that didn't even like me that was want to be my facebook friend they were just monitoring my every move i thought it was such a weird it's such a weird impulse to have and I don't want anybody like that around me, for the record. I mean, you know, I, I try to be open, but I ain't that fucking open. Like, if you don't like me, stay the fuck away from me. Yep. But, but, you know, it was a different space. I had, like, wow, I'm in a different space than I was in life before. You know, who the fuck hate follow somebody? I would never do it, but other people were.
2: That's a thing, apparently, and I've realized that that is a thing.
1: You know, but it, it helped to be able to realize that that was a thing that was happening because it made me step back from people. You know maybe I'm not as tight with 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 people in general as I was before, but I'm much tighter with the people I love and trust
2: right and 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 I think too 2000... and those are
1: the people that matter right it's quality minutes over quantity
2: right I think two thousand and eighteen has uh made i mean two thousand seventeen i'm sorry has made me realize that I have some friends in my life uh and, and some of I've met on the internet. Uh, that are some of my best friends in the world that I wouldn't trade for anything. And I, you know, start speaking out and spending more time and texting and things like that. Communicate, like you said, communicate with them more, checking on them, being sure they okay, being sure they all all right, you know, um, because those are the relationships that matter to me. And I realized that this year has caused some of those, a lot of those relationships to grow stronger um and i'm very thankful you know for that uh, you know because sometimes uh as you get older you go back to the foundation and your roots and so you know i can truly say uh doing NegroCon actually meant the world to me because for all four of us me you chris and brandon it, it it was like home you know because like all us like like regardless of when we started that meant something to us and it's one of those things where i'm i'm thankful to even know them you know and have that those close relations because the thing is a lot of times just like you say when people talk about people and say things about people across the social media you don't know who's fucking who you also don't know who got real life friendships too so when you're out here talking all that shit you really don't know who really knows who and who is really tight with who either
1: yeah it's gonna yeah and i I think maybe we're at a tipping point where people are starting to kind of get because i think so many people just speculate like the internet's gonna be the death of us people don't see each other more people and i'm like maybe we're at a tipping point where people are gonna get tired of that shit too right because i'm starting to see people that have lived for the whole and maybe they're just running out of time maybe culture is changing maybe because real shit is getting worse then then than before in a long period of time um people are letting some 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 of the, l- the little shit go again yes um but but, I, but i'm wondering i hope we're on the precipice of a, of a new era where people where some people can start to let a little bit of this shit go um for their own sanity because we're not control freaks human humans are messy as fuck and none of us can control each other you know um and to a certain extent you have to live your life and try to do the best you can
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um and that's almost all you ever could have controlled anyway correct you know um all right that was a long tangent of random thoughts i wouldn't even um i don't even know how to categorize any of this
2: i don't know Did we even talk about yours what are yours
1: well mine was supposed to be funny so
2: (laughs) well we can do the funny uh, I didn't mean to make the
1: show all serious and shit. Well, that's what happens.
2: Huh? That's what happened when you let me go first?
1: Um, uh, I, I, nah, now these feel so inappropriate. They feel so, <laughs> there's nothing that, that can make these okay, but I will try, guys. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: it was just Christmas and I was thinking how, you know, Santa isn't real is because. With the amount of guns sold in America, someone would have shot that nigga coming down the chimney a long time ago.
2: Oh, he wouldn't have survived.
1: Yeah, he'd Go- just be dead in Texas one day. Mm-mm. Like, we just be, the day Mm-mm. after dead te- dead. after Christmas, Fox News would be like, we have to report Santa Claus is dead.
2: Uh, and it re- Rudolph out there with his big-ass blinking red nose. Oh, they'd have shot that fucker down. At he
1: there. was caught coming down the chimney in Arlington. and Yes! They ate several reindeer as venison that night. They
2: was barbecuing them
1: um this this is not really funny but it's just a quick question um remember when russell simmons said he was gonna clear his name and present evidence that he was innocent a couple weeks ago
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what, what happened to that i don't know i
2: guess, remember, I guess they still trying to, still trying to get the paperwork together
1: when we we're gonna get that update russ mm,
2: trying to get the so p- to get trying to get the pdf together
1: and he said the next day he was gonna prove that the other one was lying too and I just
2: I I wish him luck I hope he goes and find all the documentation but we ain't heard nothing yet though
1: clock is ticking on it clock is ticking um also this uh was something I noticed that um Karen didn't say none of the women in the chat room said to me none of the men in the chat room said to me um (laughs) I didn't get any congratulations today. And i'm a little disappointed in you guys because as a man who didn't abuse anyone today ah! i feel that i deserve effusive praise for doing the bare fucking minimum
2: Mm-mm.
1: of human decency okay guys Mm-mm. i need some cookies and pats on the back It's a uh, whole box in there i went Mm-mm. a full 24 hours without uh grabbing any pussies or ah! any of that type of shit and uh, i feel like you guys feel like me and matt damon are not being what about the good guys huh what about us Who's going to tell us that we are doing a great job? Okay. Y'all, you hear about it in the news these days. This dude did some inappropriate shit. This dude whipped his dick out. This dude sent me a, a, a text. This dude is out here grabbing people. Well, you know what? What about all of us men that, that aren't making the paper? Where's my articles? Rod didn't grab nobody today. Headline.
2: <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about.
1: Breaking news. Mm-mm. Breaking news.
2: He didn't pull his dick out.
1: No. Ever. You know, I, and I'm lying too. And I'm lying. I just realized, uh, 24 hours ago, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely sexually harassed Karen cause, uh, when I put on <laughs> a seatbelt in the car, I did rub those titties.
2: I was so confused.
1: Jerry Richardson style.
2: <laughs> but I started it though. Cause I had, was putting on some blue jeans and I was trying to get in them. And, mm-hmm. I at and I licked that Roger and I I think I called him Mr. Richardson. He tell you, Well, you know it's Mr. Yeah, it's I, just Mister. It's not Mr. Said, Mr. Richardson. I said, Mister, I wiggled to get in these jeans. Right.
1: <laughs> Shit. I said, How you get in them jeans? You had to jump off the bed and you <laughs> creepy old ass man. Oh So then he pulled the seatbelt maneuver on me. I gotta go to the next session. We right at the break.
0: <laughs>
1: Let me go. bring this right back, guys. Sorry about this like we didn't talk about anything that was on the docket
2: um that's fine okay this is
1: our show that's true that is true um let me call y'all the session again and put karen on the screen again all right let's try to do some something <laughs> I'm right. about to say that. that was your last random dog? yeah that was okay. it I, I just told you i had a couple i didn't know yours was gonna be an hour and a half long i thought <laughs> you know i thought i was online with with everything <laughs> um, i come in and just de- derail,
2: de- derail and shake the buildings
1: that's all right you know what it's our show it's almost the end of the year mm-hmm. we got one feedback show until the end of the year yes i don't know if we're doing new year's eve show or not i don't know we'll think we'll about see. it we'll see uh that's sunday mm-hmm. maybe but uh i'll try to get into some uh i am try to get into some some segments uh some news here azalea banks issued an apology to beyonce what i hope she keeps it and don't go back on it at beyonce on instagram i believe she said at beyonce i apologize for throwing tantrums in the past they totally came from a place of feeling left out you've inspired so much of the way i think about value you myself as a performer and i adore you your presence in the art world and on earth is supernatural and i am so 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 inspired by you oh uh so I don't know she's also handed out apologies to Lil Kim, Nicki Minaj, Jane Malik and even Iggy Azalea so I don't I know I
2: hope it lasts that's all
1: like I hope it lasts I hope so too man once again she said and done some fucked up shit but you know uh I was thinking about that that shirt I got that I'm rooting for all the black people I'm rooting for everybody black one of the ways of rooting for people um it's gonna sound convoluted but it's serious and i do mean this is that i really wish root for people to get better i understand Even better yes. some people they're, their way of protecting themselves is they cancel people and they get off on that or they or they really need to do it to to keep themselves i really be rooting for people to grow away from the toxic shit they do and heal and the and to step back and 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 you know i hope and i think some people do manipulate and capitalize on that feeling like they know that we're going i hope azalea Bates gets it together so next week when she's like man fuck we all say everything i said bitch da 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 it's gonna be right back to like here we go again with this bullshit but you know that's an impulse that i think a lot of us have and we're at a point where it's kind of not popular to have that anymore but i really do be hoping people get better i hope when they apologize they mean it i hope they make sincere apologies i hope even if the words fail them on their apologies their actions will then go out and prove that they meant the shit i don't think that happens very often Mm -mm. if we're being frank correct most of the time i think people just move on from crisis to crisis like well fuck it then but you know i i The same way I felt about Jay Z having fucking uh, getting some common sense about how to treat his people in his life at at, at forty something. I I mean shit, it ain't never too late. I hope everybody gets some of that, you know. Um, and, and I and I always be here rooting for people to get it because the alternative is you just stay ain't shit for the rest of your life and never try to improve and i don't want to ever encourage that from anyone Mm -mm. you know um intentionally or unintentionally Correct, you know especially if they're trying you know you can't trust everybody and and you lord knows everybody don't mean it so Mm -mm. i hope for azalea's sake that she really is serious and um you know and that i hope she don't be in the news for some crazy shit next week you know i really do hope that uh she cause cause I think everybody that read those things she said about people we all had the same feeling of this isn't it's like Cornell West this isn't really what this is about
2: right it's about something else
1: yeah you know like <laughs> you know I remember on Twitter she was like ya yeah, 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 yes when fucking uh Beyonce dropped formation and shit and then within an hour or so she was like and this is why Beyonce ain't shit and it was like so do you want attention do you are you mad she call you like what what is it that that's missing in your life that will make you turn this way? On somebody that you clearly admire, yes, but now you want, for some reason you want to pretend that you don't for whose benefit? Ours? Right. You know, for the attention, for the fight, I don't know. I really to... don't have an answer. And yeah,
2: you ain't got to impress
1: me. But it was obvious that it wasn't cuz of some shit she did. She not concerned with you. Nope. Um Umar Johnson announced that he's under investigation for his hotel hogwarts Shout out to the root.com for writing this article um but yeah uh he is um it has been i believe it's been confirmed that he is indeed a doctor i remember the root ran an article saying hey this dude is actually a doctor according to some source right Mm -hmm. they still got jokes and they still fucking with him about it which i don't care because it's dr umar and that motherfucker is anti-lgbtq he's anti-black woman um, he's anti-science a bunch of shit and i don't think what he does is good for anybody and it is dangerous because he literally did rip off a bunch of poor black people to start a school that he ain't never gonna start well if he would have started the school he would have been teaching what exactly to these little black boys more homophobia more black girls are the problem with everybody you know more anti-science bullshit it was it's not good um so yeah he's had his credentials questioned enough that um he it is now being investigated uh whether or not he um whether or not he once stole that money didn't refund the money he collected from the school that he was supposed to have
2: come on it never got billed
1: and if his uh if he should still have his degree because if you're using that degree to spread some bullshit i mean it should be questioned you know and i saw you know he of course tried to turn this into these coons trying to take Mm-mm. take me down it's not
2: us it's the university that went into investigation right if,
1: if black people brought it to the university or pennsylvania state board's awareness i don't care like this literally would be better for black people for him not to have a degree and not to be getting paid to spread falsehoods and bigotry is not okay it is not it's like you know what i mean like that's not good for anybody on any level um so yeah he um but of course he posed it as these coons trying to take me down uh, he said, i've been ordered to stand trial in harrisburg pa on january 8th 2018 before the board of psychology to be stripped of my school psychology credential as a result of constant complaints from members of my race pleading to the white man via phone and mail to bring an end to my professional career you ridiculous ingrates have achieved your goal yeah well that's that's how it goes when you you know are anti-science homophobic yeah. And, uh, and full might, of massage noir. Yeah,
2: and it may have even been some of your own people within the university. Like, you might not, you know, it might not always be just random black, angry black folks.
1: He wrote on Instagram, sometimes I ask myself, why did I start this campaign? I'm ready to return all my donations and move to Africa with a K in a effort to give our boys a school they deserve i've had countless coons consistently harass white people in the power structure until they decide to strip me of my credentials arrest my fund and audit me hundreds of phone calls to my degree granting institutions harassing them about my credentials and the same questions over and over again on every radio show countless social network jokes and campaigns to diminish the credibility of one man black parents can count on to assist free uh with saving their children assist for free with with saving their children with the mental health and miseducation systems this is the thanks i get to help and save a young generation of black boys Uh, keep in mind he also is a person that says black kid black boys don't have like black kids don't have adhd Mm -hmm. that that is just made up Mm -hmm. on top of all the betrayals i have i had my own father join in on the fun this closet tour will be my farewell conscious community tour for a while i'm taking a break from social network as well i need to take care of me now i will be pushing for the school until my detractors successfully kill that campaign also whether we succeed or fail just know that my intentions are honorable i try my best this is another victory for the mentally enslaved Mm -hmm. yeah um like i said i personally do not feel that um this dude needs to be protected or defended in any way um i saw a couple people trying to find a way to defend him and trying to find a way to frame it as he you know we just need to not say anything and let him just do his thing on the internet and and he'll go away no he won't and if we don't challenge these ideas within the community because his ideas spread and i see people propagating his ideas Throughout the diaspora, diaspora all the time. You know, there's, and, and it is alluring. We have had people come up to us and be like, I used to listen to this and I used to listen to that. And I, and it's because of y'all that I kind of understood how harmful those things were. Yeah. And y'all helped me to see that that was wrong. And I'm going to continue to do that every fucking day that we do this show. Cause it is important that we get as many, especially cishead head black men off of that fucking bullshit as we can. Okay. We have to do it. It's our responsibility. It's my responsibility. You know, I don't need to have other brothers over there thinking that that's a viable, just an alternative way of thinking when you're literally talking about the humanity of our fellow brothers and sisters and, uh, gender non binary people. Like we, like it can't just be a difference of opinion when it comes to people's humanity. Some line has to be drawn. And that dude is, that dude is uh, an example of someone who uh allows a harmful toxic mentality to be spread in our community man it's not good for us you know there's and there's a ton of shit that ain't good for us but i know for a fact that ain't good for us you know and i can think about more than one thing at a time so right yeah I, i i absolutely hope that uh they get that money back too and it should go back to those people Cause they, that money could have went to something that actually helped their community. Right. Like this been years. They those, what school? It's been years. You ain't even started nothing. You know, like what the fuck is the plan?
2: Yeah.
0: You
1: know, for you to do another tour
2: and, and that, keep that yeah.
1: money. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. No problem. You
2: know, Bob, you're running the scam. And, you know, it's also one of the things, too, to where, yes, people can demand where their money is and what are you doing with it because they gave it to you for a purpose.
1: Yeah, his, his GoFundMe, uh, Trust and Safety Team reached out to him to say, hey, he, he, this shit looks scam-worthy. What's going on with this? You know, they say we're going to suspend your account in 48 hours. This is all according to him from his, um, his, the pictures he posted on social media. Then he posted a picture of Rosa Parks, uh, being arrested as a way of promoting him himself uh as i guess as if he's rosa parks
2: that's that's not the same
1: anyway um yeah i i I, I hope it does get um get revoked because that he's using that degree to basically um to lie to people and get people to do fucked up shit and Yo. this isn't about a personal vendetta i don't know this dude but i've seen the damage he's done within our community and i've seen people act like it's just a difference of opinion and the same way i feel about the alt-right i feel about hotel dudes like that too and uh someone wrote an email in to us and Maybe we'll get to a Saturday or not. She said she hadn't been listening for a long time. We've discussed this before when uh, Mark Lamont Hill brought up the idea of using the word hotep to describe these uh, massage noir, um, homophobic, uh, bigoted black men who who just want white patriarchy for themselves. We will continue to use that term. Yep. It's, not, it's not a slur. Mm-mm. This is what they refer to themselves as. Yes, they do i feel you know if 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 the good hoteps whoever they are whatever that means i've never really met a good hotel um if they want to fight that battle and get their turn back they need to go out here and start facing these battles and taking these men down in the name of hotepery or whatever it is they believe yeah, they need to go and yeah. fight for that name but i'm not gonna be the one to fight for it on their behalf because i've never met somebody that called themselves a hotep that wasn't just like these niggas so they got to they have a pr battle on their hands yes they do you know they, they and, got to the fix so and i don't mean that and i don't mean that to be dismissive or mm-hmm. angry towards you or anything i just mean it sincerely these niggas this isn't us taking a term that's not meant for that and calling them something they don't want to be called right these niggas come to you and say i'm a hotel what's going on fellow hotel where my hotel's at and then spout this this shit that is anti everything i believe in so that's where that, that's where we're at with that and like i said i continue i will continue to call them uh hotels because fuck that shit um all right let's see that's enough news maybe we can do uh no definitely no fucking with black people let mm-mm, me see mm-mm. uh how about <laughs> you know what how about white people news let's do it Let's just some white people news and then we'll get out of here um that'll be a nice way to end the show um pull up a song um uh let's see how about <laughs> all right how about this one um all right um white people news is brought to you by legal equalizer Mm-hmm. that's right y'all <laughs> if we're gonna be talking about white people's news we might as well be trying to to save some people from the clutches of the white man. Ah! (laughs) Um, um, Let me make sure that the sound is off of this. I don't want it to come on. All right. So uh, yeah, uh, white people news brought to you by Legal Equalizer. Encounter with the police, immigration at your door. Are you in an emergency situation? Download Legal Equalizer right now. Legal Equalizer is a free app that allows you to alert loved ones to your location um and uh in an emergency situation and it lets you know your laws and your rights and what actions to take in certain situations it allows you to record your interaction and contact an attorney in real time so basically it's the johnny cochran app okay guys it just does everything for you don't wait until you've been arrested or detained to find an attorney get help immediately legal equalizer is available on the google play store and the apple app store so check it out all right Ready? To do some white people news, Karen. Mm-hmm. Is it showing on my screen? Yes, sir. Okay. Let me see if I can make this bigger. I don't know why it looks blurry. so it's blurry to you too. Okay. Yeah, blurry to us too. Oh, there we go.
0: Oh,
1: I. Oh no.
2: Gonna slow the beat down, everything, boo, boo.
1: Too clearly, Ooh. just remember this is the favorite podcast of Living Color. They would not approve of
2: her singing. I sing better than, them, than this.
1: You know, Corey Glover's song was singing along.
2: <laughs> he said sound, he sounded a lot, <laughs> hell of a lot better than she does, though. Do I'd rather hear him sing this song.
0: I know. He's somewhere his, to but
2: shaking his head at this white woman. If he knew
0: the things I did, he couldn't handle it. And I choose to keep him protected. So I
1: creep. Yeah. Just keep it on the down low. Cause nobody else supposed to know. Yeah. So I creep. Yeah. Woo! I do a Mariah Carey on oh no. there. Oh. More like Mariah Curry. <laughs> oh, ah.
2: Oh, oh, I, oh, I, oh not, not, not Mariah Curry because you make her sound like she's seasoned, but no. <laughs> oh.
1: Mariah Steph Curry. Thank you. Oh, ah good job michelle that was no that was no. michelle g music.com you guys want more
2: Seasoned,
1: no more of what we just heard there
2: and i am assuming I,
1: many of you guys can't wait to hit michelle g.com
2: i do not music.
1: now Mm-mm-hmm. nope okay all right well let's get the white people news guys let's see what these folk up to million dollar listing star josh altman and his brother matt altman and real estate firm are being sued for 3.7 million for steering the client in the wrong direction
2: oh shit now
1: mm-hmm. you better enjoy
2: this while you can because trump gonna be like y'all can't sue nobody
1: mm-hmm. i've heard of one direction but the wrong direction that is not what i want to invest in ah! three million dollars too that's a that's a grip homie um yeah they're being sued and their real estate firm as well for 3.7 million dollars for allegedly climbing the wrong direction during a 2012 sale uh the federal court documents obtained man you know what uh the home and garden network or whatever they starting to have their own little scandals they starting they to get know. up there with a and e
2: Right, cause didn't that other couple? Right, uh, they the, got
1: divorced and stuff.
2: Right, there's two couples. Oh, another one? one? Yeah, I remember one, one was the, 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 uh, where the husband and the wife, the white people, well, they all white, mm-hmm. but the husband and the wife were doing the show and I think they got divorced where he, I think he did the outside and she did the inside. Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, uh, I'm to say this is a different couple? Yeah, it is a completely different couple, same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, they end up, uh, getting divorced. I think they still doing shows
1: well the federal court documents obtained by page six on wednesday pete peter clydman named altman 38 his brother matt 41 um and hilton and and highland in the suit that was filed last january clydman claimed in the suit that he gave hilton and highland uh the firm uh where the altman's work at the time uh listed for the home in december 2012 but he was forced to file for bankruptcy two months later um a year later the firm sold his home for 5.3 million and the firm represented both the buyer and peter in the deal matt and josh only represented the buyer in the suit clibman alleged that once the buyer brought his, prop- brought his property he flipped the home for a profit of at least 10 million dollars but the suit claims hilton and Highland and the altmans did not disclose their knowledge of the two different valuations because they were allied far more strongly to the buyer clibman claimed if he knew he could sell his home for a higher value he would likely have been selling it uh, unwilling to sell it for 5.3 million. He is asking the court to cancel the residential listing agreement they made and seeking an undisclosed amount in damages. Uh the altman's have asked the court to dismiss the suit but Clyman filed an amended complaint to continue the case on december 11th fortunately and unfortunately when you're at the top of the real estate game you're a target for frivolous lawsuits the altman brother said the altman's claim Clyman had his own agent and they represented the buyer the seller was in bankruptcy and asked the court to approve the sale so that he can pay his creditors our buyer gutted the house at a great cost and sold it over a year later for a huge profit the case is still open hmm, that's some white treachery right there ain't it though think them out was lying or you uh-uh. think they tell the truth mm, it's money involved you don't never know dog. Mm. Uh see the hilarious Christmas gift Jennifer Lawrence gave her BFF Chris Jenner how- oh they're BFFs I did not know this how many BFFs does J-Law have a lot I thought her and Taylor Swift was BFFs mm-hmm. the hell is this shit yeah. wait till Tay-Tay get a whiff of this uh jennifer lawrence obsession over keeping up with the kardashians has developed to a close friendship with chris jenner so close in fact that she oh wait what happened to my what okay so close in fact that she gave the momager a car for christmas well sort of chris 62 revealed all on instagram posting a shot of the holiday present look at them they in the bed together all wrapped up reading books and stuff Aww. my bff Jen, hashtag jennifer lawrence asked me what i wanted for christmas and of course i said a porsche duh my girl didn't disappoint chris wrote of course instead of getting chris an actual porsche lawrence gifted a toy one with a that was a perfect fit next to the mother of six's beloved giant metal and glass red polar bear named christmas in her elegant foyer decorated with rainbow themed decor for the holidays oh that's cute oh that that's precious thank you jen i love you chris said hashtag BFF forever Hashtag Christmas Surprise. Hashtag J-Law. Hashtag So Excited. Shit, that car
2: probably costs more than the, the regular-ass car, that, that little mini Porsche.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, maybe um North can drive it.
2: Oh, you know.
0: It's something. like it's
1: drivable. Oh, yes. Drive that little thing. You know, you got Dreams. You got, uh, right, you mean
2: ain't got to get no license.
1: Rain, Penelope, Saint, North, I mean. Who knows? And they got a couple more, sound like on the way. Just full of children. Full of, I was going to say black seed, but yes, children is correct. <laughs> that is also an acceptable answer. Speaking of being, f- <laughs> speaking of a gut full of blackness, Kylie Jenner might be pregnant and alone. Uh oh. Travis Scott reportedly leaves after a fight. Mm, 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 mm. Insiders say the 20 year old Kylie Jenner might be a single mom if the pregnancy rumors are true. The cosmetics mogul reportedly had a blowout fight with her boyfriend Travis Scott and friends say the rapper walked out without resolving anything. Mmm. I like Travis Scott too, that's sad. Take care, Aww. kid, man According to a report by OK Magazine via Hollywood Life, an anonymous source close to Jenner and Scott said the two have been growing distant due to Scott's constant touring schedule and rockstar lifestyle. Even before the alleged fight, Jenner was concerned that she'd be raising their child on her own while Scott Scott, uh, continued to rap on the road. It seemed like he just wants to have fun with his friends and Kylie's worried that, I mean, y'all be getting the worst niggas. Anyway, that's y'all fault. And Kylie's worried that, Like, listen, I won't blame black women for being single moms, but them goddamn Kardashians know they be going after the most unattainable ass niggas as possible. Come on. Uh, (laughs) I I say that, but then uh, what's her name found a way? Kim found a way. She locked Kanye down somehow. Yes, she did. And we all know none of y'all wanted to deal with Kanye. So don't be trying to act like, all she done stole a good black man. Y'all know y'all was not going to put up with that shit. Uh, <laughs> kanye was doing the most they what, made for each other what happened to him this year it felt like he just was like you know what never mind like he he started talking about jay-z on the tour and stuff and then it was just like at some point he went nah you know what i see y'all 2018 i'm good like i don't even feel it this drama ain't even worth it It's it just boom he just disappeared that was wild he'll be
2: back though but yes
1: it seems like he just wants to have fun with his friend and callie's worried when it's time for him to be here there for her and the baby he won't step up but her nagging only makes him distance himself more he couldn't take it anymore he needed space the source said the tension between them came to a head recently resulting in the earth shattering fight scott is reportedly growing more and more distant as jenna tries to remind him of his possibilities callie is really paranoid that travis is partying with strippers instead of being there for her he's a real live live for the moment kind of guy and didn't expect he become a dad so young well that's why you don't have unprotected sex with a kardashian dude that's what happens okay did they want to teach anyone about protection over there mm-hmm. he doesn't i mean they have one thing that they like to do get pregnant about black dudes what are you doing i didn't think she would take the condom off uh he doesn't quite feel ready for it collie thought that some tough love was what travis needed but it backfired and now there's no telling whether he'll come back travis is a decent guy and his friends think he would try to do the right thing about his child but collie has to face the sad reality that things may be over between them for good scott is a full five years older than jenner and built his career on songs about partying and drug use or as i like to call them foreshadowing uh <laughs>
2: What does that got to do with anything? Five, five, four years. Woo! My
1: favorite song is, No, I'm Not Taking Care of My Baby. That one's, that's my favorite, that's uh, Travis hit. Scott song. <laughs> that's the jam. hmm That's my, that's what, that's the one. Y'all, y'all should check it out. That one in Absentee Father. That's, the, that album. Woo! Flames.
2: Woo! Did you hear the one that, 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 uh, it was like, you know already know I ain't shit.
1: Mm-hmm. You should have known. And now I'm on these drugs uh pregnancy is still technically a secret as a reality star is yet to officially confirm it because you gotta sell it for the tv man you gotta get it on camera when she's ready to tell that story i'm sure she'll sell it of course bye felicia um let's see what else uh anna kendrick says she once spent a thousand dollars on shoes for a premiere because no one would loan her any it's not getting much whiter than that guys
2: yeah you know i don't know who this is White woman is
1: anna kendrick is a actress a blonde actress she was uh in some movies uh up in the air was is a movie she was in I didn't, I didn't nope see i didn't see it either uh anna kendrick couldn't even afford a pair of shoes uh during the film's premiere up in the air in 2009 uh wait couldn't afford a pair of shoes i was not famous so nobody wanted to lend me shoes but i was broke she says i got talked into spending money i really didn't have on a pair of louboutins they were a thousand dollars i still have them they're super sparkly and spangly but i will never get rid of them because i'm like i spent my rent on you and those are the shoes right there thousand dollar shoes i
2: will keep them too yeah
1: well, honey, you i like how white people say stuff like i spent money i didn't have no if you didn't have the money you you'd have been strutting some payless shoes across that stage and called it a day and they could have been just a sparkly too and you know the worst part if she would have showed up in some payless shoes she would have got lauded as a hero i'm still waiting on somebody to do that To show up to the red carpet and just like a shirt from uh, like where'd you where'd you go and it's like uh k and g come on target like every once in a while somebody gives somebody props for that they like, oh where would you get your outfit, girl? I bought this at TJ Maxx. Like, oh shit! Come on, I will see you. Maybe TJ Maxx give you a little I don't deal. No, where you got this from, Ross? Right, but they, they, you know, I would have pulled that move. I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend a thousand dollars if I really didn't have it. Come on, if, if, if but I like did. If you don't have it, because d- d-
2: d- d- that's the thing, you had it because you spent
1: it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, if you didn't have it, it's like uh, on your feet. It's like white people with problem movies uh where they be like i don't have any money and then the next scene they they on a plane going to wilmington or something you're like but but you said you were broke the whole movie's been about you never gonna get to live your dreams because you don't have nothing but white people always got it they always got it in movies well well,
2: that's the question somebody else paid the rent that month because you spent your rent money on it that that mean rent didn't get paid right
1: i don't know i went to uh i watched this movie ladybird today and it was Mm -hmm. about white people problems and it was about how broke this girl was. She wasn't going to be able to go to college and her parents and daddy have a job, da, 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 And then at some point, she just on a plane, going to college in another state. Somehow it worked out. Who paid for this? <laughs> like, like, hey, they always got it in the movies, man. Ain't nobody, <laughs> the, the sky's the limit. Apparently so. You know how our stories go. Ain't nobody got it. That, that nigga ain't going nowhere. Emma Watson splits from tech entrepreneur William Mac Knight after two years of date what i can't believe it she is back hermione is back on these streets y'all harry potter Mm-hmm. she uh split from her boyfriend william mac knight the couple it's not Knight like brian mcknight it's mac is his, is is the name he goes by the couple of nearly two years broke up earlier this year the 27 year old beauty and the beast actress was last spotted uh with the tech entrepreneur in may A rep for the english actress had no comment the duo who are both ivy league educated were first spotted together october 2015 at the musical hamilton in new york uh watson graduated from brown university oh for real good for her man Mm -hmm. um uh oh wait a representative declined to comment when approached by Daily Mail the duo first spotted uh Hamilton uh da 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 Emma appeared happy and relaxed as she stepped out with a female friend opting for a casual look and a black leather leggings trainers and baseball cap well, these are pictures of them. Where's oh, that's here. Okay. Later on. All right. Um at the shooting to fame as a child star playing Hermione Granger in the Harry Potter franchise, Emma graduated from Brown University in May twenty fourteen. Knight received a bachelor's in ecology and evolutionary biology from Princeton in two thousand three, as well as an MBA from Columbia Business School in
2: two thousand eleven. Come on with these
1: degrees. Mm hmm uh emma kept their relationship extremely private and would avoid talking about her boyfriend in interviews in february she t- that's when he should have known she was gonna drop him in february he, she told vanity fair i will be consistent i can't talk about my boyfriend in an interview and then expect people not to make take paparazzi pictures of me walking around outside my home you can't have it both ways she continued i've noticed in hollywood who you're dating gets tied up into your film promote films promotion and becomes part of the performance in the circus i would hate anyone that i were with to feel like they were in any way part of the show or an act Things seem to be serious between the couple, as it was reported in February that the American businessman had introduced Emma to his parents. His mother, Catherine, told the Daily Mirror newspaper at the time, "I have met Emma, and she's a wonderful girl. We don't see them very often because because she's busy and working very hard."
2: I like that dress. Mm-hmm. She's wearing that, and it's got yeah. like a little shirt
1: on underneath. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a sheer dress. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot.
1: The tech entrepreneur reportedly makes $150,000 a year and in his online profile he writes that he is a tech entrepreneur, enthusiast, business school grad, writer, artist, photographer, adventurer, naturalist, etc. Ooh, this black one even better. And he's also wrote in his, uh, in his, uh, online profile that he's the gardener, the janitor, the cookman. Uh, he has 13 jobs. Prior to his, prior to her ah! relationship with Knight, emma dated british rugby player oxford university student max matthew janey for a year the actress was previously linked to british senior model george craig oxford university student will at Ad, adam and financer Jerry j barrymore uh in the past emma has joked that she looks as though she's had 6,000 boyfriends because the public interest surrounding her love life. Speaking of Glamour Magazine, she said, anyone I get photographed with is automatically my boyfriend. So it just makes it look as if I've had like 6,000 boyfriends. Well, that's still not as many as Taylor Swift. So, nope. Don't worry about it, Emma. Alright, let's do sword ratchiness and then we gotta get out of here, guys. Um, gotta wrap this up. Uh, let's see here. Um, where's my sword ratchiness? Sound effect, because that would help uh before we get into the next segment i also like this time to take a brief shout out to my man justin who came through on balls deep today he got me uh bath and body works a latte love oh shit with pure honey marshmallow pumpkin latte body cream that's right baby Ooh, how does it smell how does it smell like angels farting karen here t- smell take you a whiff Oh ahead, get you some Just of that. smart farted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll make you. It'll make you smile. Oh, that does smell good. I tried to tell you. Oh, uh, let me see here. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: it's so pretty. Look, look at the label, y'all. It's so pretty.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough. You're getting a little too handsy with my cream. Let's get that back over here.
2: Oh, lord.
1: Just a dab, just a dab, Karen, okay?
2: Oh shit, I don't know where you live. <laughs>
1: Na- <laughs> a man wielding a machete stabs two people in Newport News. Oh shit. Guess the race? White. Black. Newport News is the blackest oh, place in bad. Virginia. A man wielding a machete stab two people during an incident Wednesday morning in Newport News. neighbor say 26 year old. Gamal Pentef- Pennyfeather, Ooh. how you get that last name?
2: I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I should have mm. waited on the name. My bad.
1: His family must have had some good, some good masters. At Spectrum, we're increasing <laughs> <Okay>. our starting <laughs> internet speed right? I was trying to play the news. I don't care
2: nothing about you, Spectrum.
1: Pennyfeather, they must have been some aristocratic.
2: Come on, that last owners. name,
1: right? <laughs> you know they came up on the boat. Gamal, I've also never seen that. It's not Jamal. It's G is G A M A L. Maybe it's pronounced Jamal, even though right it's is. Gamal. So
2: tonight, brand new details on a bizarre
0: attack at a Newport News apartment complex. The weapon of choice, a machete. And
2: tonight, we now know the suspect at that attack at the Maple Point Apartments, just off Warwick Boulevard. He's 26-year-old Gamal Pennyfeather. Police say that because of his actions, two people are in the hospital with serious cuts. 10 on your side, to Andy Fox is following developments
3: on this story tonight. Andy. It is very clear that what happened out here has left this apartment community stunned. One lady came out just moments ago crying about what had happened. And it is clear what happened out here could easily have ended in death. The day began at 1.36 this morning when Newport News Police called to Maple Point Apartments. Reports of Gamal Pennyfeather throwing items out of his house. Police knocked on the door, but no one answered. We couldn't find anyone who really knows Pennyfeather. By morning, the items still on the ground. Gamal in full rage, according to neighbor John Turner, who found Pennyfeather lighting air in the hallway. This morning he came out of his apartment, he was upset, had a machete in his hand, threw material down on the floor. Pennyfeather then ran with a machete to Jacqueline Sims' apartment, banged on her door, and then ran upstairs and, according to police, attacked a 54-year-old woman who was rushed to the hospital. Do you think he way. was trying to kill you? Yeah, he just went and finished stabbing her. He cut her on her side, and her fingers' blood was blood was just pouring from her. Sims says after attacking the woman upstairs, he macheted her window and tried to light her apartment on fire.
2: And He kicked that window in, and he lit a match. He throwed it in my children's, the baby's chair.
3: Neighbors say he also tried attacking a letter carrier, but she got away. Pennyfeather then entered Isaiah Trumbull's home. His son, Michael, was also in the house and doesn't want to be identified. He was scratched and bruised trying to help his father. He came into the house. And then attacked your dad? Yeah, while he was asleep. Oh, I snatched him up, helped him until the police got here. They took him to
1: jail. What was he saying to you? He told me he was crazy. He was he's like, God sent
3: him to kill my dad because he has some trash in the yard, all kinds of crazy stuff. And that's Penny Feather's apartment right there. You can see his uh, computer is still on. He is charged with unlawful wounding and also with arson. He is not up there. He remains in custody a very long day out here in this apartment complex. Michael did visit with his father and says that his father is in good spirits. In Newport News, Andy Fox, 10 on your side.
1: Yo, he tried to fuck up the male person. Right. Yo.
2: I'm just i'm just trying to be sure everybody get these bills they don't want don't fuck me up
1: right good grief i guess that's one way to open the letter (laughs) yes you don't want that letter opener all right guys we'll talk to y'all saturday for our feedback show we will uh, we'll let you know maybe we'll do a show uh new year's eve maybe not uh but you guys i'm sure we'll 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 know when we, we go forward to that future yes uh until then uh, thank you so much for everything this year.
2: Yes, thank you everybody and we love you all. Thank you. And uh, I love you. I love you too baby. Mwah. Mwah.